Small Town Scuttlebot. It's like a um, one of those ambient noise machines that you use when you're trying to get your baby to sleep. Mm. No, that's exactly what it's not. It's, ah! it's a goddamn blender. Are you serious? Yeah, it's a blender. And my wife um, needs this blender that uh, makes her smoothies in the morning. Okay. And um, the kids and I absolutely hate this blender. It's one of those... There's a couple things throughout the day. It's every day. I know it's coming. Mm-hmm. It's an irritant. You know, just like I have to empty the dishwasher. Right. That irritates me. I mm-hmm. just don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. It's like, might as well have just done these dishes myself. What good is a dishwasher if it can't even put the fucking dishes away? Right. That's how. Well, I, I mean, I feel like that's two separate. Th- like your dishwasher would have to be like some type of robot, which we're, maybe we're not that far from that. We're not know. that far away. <laughs> these are the small town problems I have to deal with. And the other one is, uh, you know, coexisting with people. You have to think about other people. And Leslie doesn't think about anyone when she's running that blender. And we have all relegated her to the basement. And that's why it's, it's out oh, here. Oh, that's why I can hear it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. What is like, is it like rocket powered? I mean, that's loud. It is. It is. <laughs> and she puts frozen berries in it. Okay. Some milk, protein powder, obviously, some maybe kale. I don't know. Right. But she's not sticking rocks in there, you know, that they're like ranking mm-hmm. seven and eight on the most yeah. scale for you geologists <laughs> out there. Oh, I feel like I have to sneeze. Nope, it passed. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I was on my way over here this morning listening to a true crime podcast, one of the regular ones I listen to, mm-hmm. and I'm two and a half minutes into it. I'm like, I know the story. Creepy neighbor killed her. So I've now reached the point where oh, no. when I listen to new episodes of true crime podcasts, mm-hmm. I would say 50% of the time, I already know the story from another podcast, and I know within two to three minutes who killed the person they're talking about. Then you are consuming a lot. Yeah, it's a you're problem. A I don't know if it's a problem. It's just a, it's a, something that you're very passionate about. Yes. I say hang on to it, Liz. I know. It don't, does, get, don't get obsessed. Yeah. Don't, you know, hang out with your family and mm-hmm. and do that sort of thing. But um, that's Dan great asked me that you're if into it, it makes, like he said... I feel like that would be real. The amount of true crime you consume, I feel like that would be like stressful and, and upsetting for you. Mm-hmm. And because he worries about my mental state because I'm a, a very stressed person. And I said, it really, like, it doesn't stress me out at all. It makes, sometimes it makes me sad depending on what the story is, but I don't, it's not like I finish listening to a podcast and I'm like all down in the dumps or anything. So, like, if the kid was cute, you're like sad. And if yeah, it was like, if it was like a crime against a child, that's yeah. upsetting. But if it was like know. an ugly guy, yeah, who cares? You don't give a shit. I know. I mean, sometimes they deserve it. Oh, that's not shallow at all. That's what I love about you. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I love. <laughs> so, uh, so funny. We were just hanging out upstairs mm-hmm. for about 20 minutes, shooting the shit. Yep. And I know you're As time. we do. And then uh, I'm waiting for a guest. <laughs> I'm waiting for a guest to show up. And Liz is, uh, I, I let Liz know this, and she's like, oh, she's not coming. <laughs> it's like, I texted you. I'm like, oh, shit. Here we go. Here we go. And I've instantly, I've given up acting like uh, I know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. and like absolute. Like, I don't speak in absolutisms. I speak in maybes. You know? <laughs> when you make a statement, there's a question mark at the end all the time. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, sound like, I sound like a valley girl right. like when I talk. <laughs> maybe, I've, maybe I picked up Charlie after basketball. <laughs> Was I supposed so, to? So, yes, because I did text you last night and you, you didn't respond, which I didn't think, I didn't think anything of that. So let me ask you like, mm-hmm. 
texting wise. Like I use my texts sometimes as like a to-do list because I, I can't always text people right back in the moment. Sometimes I get texts when I'm in a meeting or whatnot. So like at the end of the day, I like go through the texts that I've gotten and see who I have to respond to and then respond. Like, do you do that? Or is it just, you don't even know what's going on? <laughs> well, as my, as my daughter will point out, dad, you have 405 messages. What? I'm like, yeah. And they're all important. Don't <laughs> any of them. Like unread, how many unread text texts do you have on your phone right now? Oh, uh, how do you do that? How do you do that? Uh, unread? Uh, well, I, I'm I'm gonna say yeah. about maybe a third of them. Ah, that I literally am getting anxiety looking at that right now. <laughs> yeah, but this one from a five one four area code. Not sure ever noticed. Urgent verification required. That that's nothing. That and then some garbly gook. So I don't open that. But you know what? I could have just uh, swiped and yeah. Let's do a show on organization. How about like one of these people that can like organize your life, oh, your yeah. closet, your goddamn desktop on your computer? Yeah. <laughs> I just want to just click and drag over all of it yes. and trash can that stuff. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so okay, so we don't have a guest today. No, Mary Lou Andre. She was a stylist, or she is a stylist. That yes. she was on the show before, and I wanted to have her on because you know we've we've been coasting on fumes right the last couple of weeks trying to get through. Um, yeah, just uh, we're busy and, and we're, we're recommitted. We're coming back. So I was thinking, um, why don't we get a really exciting guest on? So mm-hmm. I'm at, and I even dressed up for her. Well, she'll come on in a couple of weeks. Yeah. So I'll let you coordinate get that, that shirt dry cleaned. Yeah. Can you, can you coordinate and do the texting? Apparently, that's yes. not my strong suit. Yes, I'm happy to do that. I'm only good at pressing buttons on the, <laughs> the console. And As talking. a working mother, I, I can coordinate all of that. Yeah. Yes. Okay, you take that one. You take the lead. I feel like you prospected her, too. She's yours. Yeah. You yep. know, like if this was a sales meeting, that's your client. You know, mm-hmm. you're getting the commission. Yes, I close the deal and I'll continue to maintain the relationship. That's good. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to send it over to relationship management? Or no, I feel like sales? I can foster that. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Okay, let's circle back. Okay. <laughs> All right, so uh, I have a thing that I, you might have seen this mm-hmm. in anywhere around the country. I'll read this article to you that came in the Boston Globe. And I don't know how I feel. Well, I know how I feel about it. I want to get your, mm-hmm. your take. Okay, it says, readers, what are your thoughts on banning funny electric highway signs? You're familiar with the highway signs? Yeah. Signs like, use ya blinka will no longer be allowed on the roads. And they spell ya, like Y-A-H, and Blinka, B-L-I-N-K-A-H, like our regional dialect. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they're leaning into that. Use ya, Blinka. Trying to be a fun way yeah. of reminding you to do buckle up, stay in your lane, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Right? The Federal Highway Administration has directed all states to cease lighting up changeable electronic signs with messages that have obscured, obscure meaning, references to pop culture, or intended to be humorous. And replace them with messages that are meaningful and to the point. The FHA, which has housed the United States Department of Transportation and recently released an updated manual for traffic control devices detailing the new sign guidelines, said that the messages related to safety and transportation should always be clear and direct. In Massachusetts, signs that incorporate local language and the famous Boston accent, such as those that read Use Your Blinka, will no longer be allowed. Um, Other states say things like texting and driving... Say it. I'm the problem. It's me. In Mississippi, referencing Antihero by Swift. I wouldn't have gotten that. No, one. definitely not. I know the song, but. I wouldn't have put two and two together. I'm the there. problem. It's me. 
We'll be blunt. Don't drive high in New Jersey. I think that's... <laughs> now, you laughed at that one. I... <laughs> you think that's funny. I Let do. me ask you something. Mm-hmm. Your family just got wiped out on the highway by some schmuck who was three bong hits into mm-hmm. his car ride. Would you find will be blunt, don't drive high, humorous? I kind of see that l- there's a little bit of entry for, yeah, mm-hmm. it's not right. Like, I, you yeah. know, like this world where everything's like, you can't do that, you can't do that. I always see the point. My question is, is it enough to make a change and say, right. no more fun? Right, 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 right. So, I don't know. So, I mean, so do you have other examples? Yes, one okay. more. Okay. In uh, Ohio, it's visiting in-laws, slow down, get there late. That's a good one. I like that. That's, that's safe. <laughs> so, I, all right. We, we do this podcast, one, because we really like it. Mm-hmm. And two, we want to bring like some fun, you know, levity, humor to our listeners, yep. etc. The world doesn't have enough funny, Rick. And I think if there's opportunity to infuse lightheartedness, mm-hmm. even when you're talking about serious topics, I think we should take full advantage of that. In fact, I would argue... You broke the microphone again. I know, again. I gotta fix it. <laughs> this is like a weekly thing. Yeah. Um, and I would argue that things like that make those statements more memorable. Like, use your blinker. Okay, okay I get it. Yeah, but, like, that... I'll remember it if you made it funny. And I'm going to look at the sign anyway because it's I can't help help mm-hmm. avoid it. Sure. So it's there. Yeah. So you might as well make it entertaining and memorable. That's how I feel. That's good. I'm just going for the sake of argument. Mm-hmm. You know, comedy subjective. It is. You know, it is. Uh, I'm sure there's a bunch of Swifties, little 14-year-old girls that are go. Say it, I'm the problem, it's me. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> None Bella, of them can drive, though. <laughs> I want to take a selfie back. with the highway sign. Yeah. <laughs> Swifty's taking selfies, getting hit by the guy who's smoking mm-hmm. once because he wasn't the, reading the sign. The blunt was, one I kind of get because I would say, like, I don't think my dad knows what that means. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's people that don't know what that means. Yeah. So all of these examples, use Ya Blanca, I think, is universal. Totally. Anyone, Wherever. I mean, if you're not from Massachusetts, if you've seen Goodwill Hunting, you're going to get it. Yep, yep. <laughs> or any any movie with a Boston character. Yes. Mike Riley's talking about the, all, the Boston accent. Um, yeah, so I don't know. They're, so they were asking, there's a survey, and I just, I was curious to get your take on it. I kind of like them. I always Me got too. a kick out of them. And Christmas, and it doesn't always have to be funny, you know, like Christmas Could time. Be seasonal, yeah. Yes, Christmas time, they do some kind of, mm-hmm. it's kind of like TSA mm-hmm. could um, find a better approach than... Need your watch, your keys, your wallets, anything metal, your belt, <laughs> in the bucket, ah, your computers, phones. Sir, did you hear me? Phones. Like, over and over again. That's irritating. That gets people mm-hmm. on edge. I'm still amazed, though, mm-hmm. like, anytime I travel, the number of people that don't, regardless of how many times they're reminded, mm-hmm. it's like it's their first time traveling. Like, they don't take their laptop out of their bag. It's like... Dude, we've been doing this for decades now. Like, right. come the fuck on. Yep. You see everybody else doing it. You're not exempt. You hear them announcing it. Just, like, get through that line as fast as humanly possible. Like, I am practically disrobing when I'm, like, 10 people back, like, just so I can get through that line yep. as efficiently and quickly as possible. Because yep. I don't want to be that person that annoys the people behind me. You know, I walk through that machine bent over naked with an yeah. open cavity. I'm like, here you go. <laughs> You have nothing to see. Uh, I got nothing. Yeah. I got to get on my uh, I dare you. Take a peek. I dare you. Ah. <laughs> uh, Jesus. Why am 
my wife doesn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so the reference to TSA is like there's a way to say things and a way not to, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's, yeah. like, it's, uh, it's off-putting. Mm-hmm. And use your blinker. It's, you know, it blends in. Right. I always thought, TSA, you guys would be so much better if you just had a video screen that just put this in languages and not, you know, just someone who just down the line helping you yes. prep up. Like, mm-hmm. there's a better way. Like, I feel like this is a better way to talk about Yeah, again, things. it's more memorable. And I assume that the people that control those highway signs are government employees. So I'm a little tickled that they have a sense of humor. Yes. Because you don't think of government employees as being funny. <laughs> We're having a sense of wit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, no offense on... State employees are okay. I just, the DMV or the RMV, mm. that, that's TSA, RMV, that's hell on earth. You did something in your past life yeah, and you came back as an now RMV you're paying for employee. It. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, okay, well, I'm going to meet you in the middle. I'm going to say keep it up with the fun stuff. Use your blinka, mm-hmm. seasonal things, ho, yep. ho, holy shit, you better slow down, whatever you want. <laughs> that's just my entry. I don't know if we'll see that one. But, um, yeah, the, the Taylor Swift thing, it. Don't confuse people. Yeah, that also, I don't get. Don't make people like staring at the sign, like right. doing the neck turn, like <laughs> while they drive into the semi that just exactly. slammed on the brakes. <laughs> um, all right, so <clears throat> we're kind of. All right, you've got like a folder <laughs> and yeah, legal and a, pads and, and scraps of paper. It literally looks like I'm cleaning up my son's backpack right now. Well, you know, Loose paper everywhere, yeah. index cards. <laughs> This moment brought to you by ADD. <laughs> Attention deficit order. Oh, we should see if we can get like um, Adderall or Ritalin to sponsor us. Big Pharma. I'll the, take I'll take Big Pharma's money. That, that would be great. And I think they've got plenty of it. I'll talk to my neighbor. He's yeah. a Big Pharma guy. Well, why don't I just read some of these things? And oh, this is funny. So I was saying earlier, I don't mm-hmm. I don't talk like in absolutes. Like I definitively know yeah. I was right. It's because uh, the other day I said to my wife, this is a good example. Hey, Leslie, have you ever heard of Boris Carlyle? And she's like, Boris Karlov? I'm like, no, Boris Carlyle. She's like, who's Boris Carlyle? I don't, like, I don't know. I'm working out on the project in the back, right? Mm-hmm. The never-ending porch project. And I'm listening to Tom Petty's Full Moon Fever album in its entirety. Mm-hmm. And um, the song Zombie Zoo, you know that one? You look mm-hmm. like Boris Carlyle and you it's don't not even Carlyle. care. It's definitely not. So that album came out in like 1989. What year is it now? How many years? It's been a long time. A long time. A long time ago. I've been singing. This is one of those lyrics. Oh my God, I love that. I love it. Excuse me while I kiss this guy. Right, right, right. That kind of, like, that's not the line. I've been saying Boris Carlisle forever. And I finally, at 47 and a half years old, said, I'm going to look up who Boris Carlisle is. And I looked up Boris Carlisle. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing it's, came up. It's not Belinda Carlisle's grandfather. No. <laughs> no. It's like I thought maybe it's a it's a nod to the producer, you know, of the album, right? Sometimes my my wife's like, no, it's Boris Karlov. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, no, listen. I was so adamant. I was like, just making a fool of myself, right? She looks it up, the, the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Like, no, it's right there, Boris Karlov. So <laughs> why did I bring that and up? And he I played just, like Frankenstein or something, yeah, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yep. Here's another note that I, these are just like uh, the flotsam and jetsam. These are the things that something will stir, but this will just be a segment, right? Okay. Here's another one. Can't look at my kids during uh, my kid during sports games now. Why? It, it turned in. It started with you can't cheer me on. You can't like. Try, oh. Try, get on, get on, get on, okay. You know. Yeah. 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 Be aggressive. Forecheck. Whatever. Now it's 
Dad, don't even look. Like, if I see, if we make eye contact on the field, like, if he makes a great play and mm-hmm. he kind of glances over and he sees me, like, fist pumping for him, he just starts, like, he does this, he just starts laughing. <laughs> like, we have a connection, we have a friendship, yeah. but it, it distracts him. Okay, like, he all is, right. He is, it's not about, like, embarrassment. It's okay. about, like, did I make my dad proud? I made my dad proud. Okay, chill out, Dad. Okay, now I'm not even, where's the play? Oh, the play's over there. Like, it's adorable. Oh, that's so cute. So yeah, now, Avery, um hated she's pretty much given up on sports at this point but always hated me cheering her on and there was one soccer game a couple years ago um where she stole the ball from the other team and so i you know i was like go away and she like whipped around and gave me like this death stare to the point where like two the dads were like just burst out laughing and i was like oh, i'm not supposed to cheer for her so for the rest of the game they were cheering for her oh that's <laughs> great that's great <laughs> which i thought was super sweet i didn't really even know them but they just thought it was super funny that yeah she was embarrassed by me so they were cheering for that's her that's awesome <laughs> yeah i love that they cute. they stepped up and did that and mm-hmm. and you know they also avery is looking at this and going they have my mom's back yeah maybe i'm being a little snot <laughs> Maybe I should say thanks, Mom. Okay. Podcast topics. Mother-daughter relationship. Dad has to get involved. Whoops. Okay. What? So that, my wife does this. So my wife is on point. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, my kids are like, she's always on us about schedule. And she's always, I'm like, Mom moves the needle. Mom keeps pushing the sled. Mom makes progress mm-hmm. happen. That's why mom got to retire at 45 years right. old. She's different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's different. And we all have to learn to live with that. So um, why don't we have mom step aside? Okay. She'll abdicate her power and authority. And I'll step in. I'll be the timekeeper. And everyone, mom's happy. Kids are mm-hmm. happy. I'm happy. No more yelling. That's are like, you happy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm happy. I mean, not everything's firing on all cylinders, <laughs> but that's on purpose. Like we talked to this before. So my wife is tying shoes. My wife is filling yeah. water bottles. My wife is feeding breakfast. I'm like, what the fuck? You know what I do? Nothing. I sit around in the kitchen, which I call central command post, yes. you know, and I go, hey, it's 730. Get out of here. You know, time's up or whatever. Like, what? I, you know, I don't So I don't, how did that transition go? So Leslie went from filling water bottles, tying shoes, doing whatever, mm-hmm. and then... So that was a Monday. And then yep. on Tuesday, she's like, I'm not doing these things anymore. And your father's taking over and you are like, I'm not doing any anything. Mm-hmm. Do you, were your kids like, I don't know how to do these things or, okay, now I have to do these things. And they just took that responsibility. That's a good question. And I say that because you're kind of helping uh, reintroduce a theme that we've sort of <laughs> brought back. It's that weaponized incompetence. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Charlie's master at it. Yep. Rosie's a pleaser. Rosie sometimes, she's burned mm. out. She leaves it all on the table at school. Yeah. And I give her a wide berth when she comes home. Uh, but, you know, at some point, you got to get back at it, right? Mm-hmm. So, so, But she's pretty good. My son, uh, uh, two minutes. Like, he needs a more, oh, it's, it's like, he is soft. Yeah. He is soft. And <laughs> I need to, I need to toughen him up a little mm-hmm. bit. And I need him to uh, learn to be resilient and handle adversity and discomfort and not, you know, like yeah. just parenting. Mm-hmm. So that's what I do. And uh, the kids aren't totally loving it. In fact, Charlie missed the bus. This would never have happened on Leslie's watch, right? Because she's doing it. She literally is like yeah. giving them a piggyback to Snow the bus. Snow plowing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Them, stuffing them through the window. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't do that. We missed the bus, we missed the bus. Mm-hmm. And then I drive you to school and I time it so you are missing, you're getting in right at lineup, which you hate. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so... 
think about that. And then they just, they bang it out. So anyway, mm-hmm. that was my thing. So that's still a thing. But the, the funny thing is my daughter said to me, Dad, you don't need to tell me every time that I need to take a shower tonight. I said, okay, well, I just know that, you know, I'm telling you mm-hmm. this just, I have to tell you the first time because, you know, I'm stepping in for mom. You don't want her to do it, but I'm doing it. I'm just in charge of it. I want you to know, like, the baton's been passed. Okay, yeah. so you and I, as far as we're concerned, this conversation every morning before school, 11 before, on weekends. Yep. You know, that's, I think, a good rule. Yeah. Okay, I can do it. The next night, day, she didn't take a shower. The night's going by, it's 8.30. I'm like, all right, I have to, hey, you take a shower? Dad, you didn't remind me. Yes. I'm like, yep. and then Leslie yep. that's your ran fault. out. From wherever the, she was, going, ha, ha, pointing at me like a little gremlin. From me. She goes, ha, see, you can't win. And she was listening to that whole, oh my God. damned if you do, damned if you don't. So, yes. Yeah, it, I was going to ask like a, how, in your house? yeah, so I was going to ask how did Leslie handle sort of transitioning things? Was it hard for her to kind of sit back and let you control? Oh, she never control? fully sits Right, back, you know, you like, know, yeah, we can't, we're not wired to no, do yeah, that. No, you can sort of player coaches, you know? Like, yeah. You, you, you get in there and you step, yeah, so. mm-hmm. but it's great. We need you. We need you. My wife is, is the glue that keeps, this place would be a, I don't know. Okay, so that was that. Oh, and then I had the last one. <laughs> Watching Donald Trump give speeches just looks like he's pantomiming, like he's promising everyone's getting a hand job. Do you ever see oh, him? Oh, you know what? I don't, hand? I can't watch him anymore. So I don't watch him anymore either, of course, but he does sort of pop up into your face, you know, with like yeah. news clips or whatever. And uh, he's got every, I've always noticed presidential speaking mannerisms, mm-hmm. you know, and, and each president seems to have yes. a very distinctive thing. Like, um, Bill Clinton used to do a thing. He, he would hold the pen. Mm-hmm. I, I'm doing it. It's a visual, but he yep. like kind of like you're um, holding like let's say a popsicle stick, you mm-hmm. know. And you just but it's a pen, and yep. you just kind of make that. You just move his hand and almost like uh, orchestrating sort of. Yes. You know? Didn't George Bush did sort of like the fist, like not fist, but yeah. like similar to Bill yeah, Clinton, you, but without the pen. Yeah. If you watch these guys, they yeah. do their things. When. Trump is at these stupid like rallies. Mm-hmm. He's doing the weight shake hand gesture with his elbow at a ninety degree angle. Like he's pantomiming giving a blowjob. Yes, it's like <laughs> why do you just stick your tongue in your right cheek and just because he's like, and he's got that smug fucking right, smile. Like, right, right, yeah. Oh, I, I, I think there's something there for stand up comedy. I mean, I don't go political, but I think mm. everyone can make fun of. I just, Some, it's like low hanging fruit at this point, though. Like, yeah, you yeah, know I what I mean. Just, I've never talked about. Trump. I don't. Mm-hmm. Why don't we? Can we just end on one thing and then we'll just wrap up the show? Sure. Kind of have a short show and oh, why not? Ease back into our ease, schedule. Ease back into things. <laughs> I got a new game. I, this this is I'm gonna come up with some for next week. I want to come up with games. I want to okay. have more interactive things so the listener can can play along. Like, ah, oh, what is that thing? You know, like that's always fun. Mm-hmm. Right? I saw downtown. There's a company called Group Seven. Hmm. Group Seven. I don't know anything about them. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what they do, right? But the name Group Seven sounded it had me thinking about all of these sort of just patchwork, throw together, make up a name for your you know company or mm-hmm. like or like the uh, the blending of names like Meditech. Every time yeah. I drive by Meditech, <laughs> yeah. I always say it like that. I'm like Meditech. <laughs> like like if I work there, where do you work? Oh, I work at Meditech. Right. I just have to say it like that. <laughs> Meditech. It just sounds like the 
the the nefarious uh, right. you know antagonist in in the movie mm-hmm. that's coming from Mars. I don't know. But um, so group seven. Drew, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I have a thing in my neck. Oh, you okay? No. I, I'm so tight. Did I'm you so... sleep wrong or something? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm four hours. Ooh. So, I'm sorry. So, um, Group 7. I'm like, Group 7, that, that sounds like... It had me thinking. We could do a game called, Is This the Name of a Small Business? Oh. Or a talent group on a, a Star Search 80s show. <laughs> Did you used to watch Star Search? All the time. Oh, loved it. All the time. Loved it. And and you'd have like three little girls in sparkly unitards mm-hmm. and big hair, you know, coming out yes. to like, you know, Whitney Houston. And mm-hmm. they do a one and a half minute dance routine and the yep. place would go wild. They stand off the side and then some some awkward 15 year old kid would do magic. <laughs> and then we all had to vote, you know. Yes. And oh, my, I loved it. <clears throat> you think my mom and dad ever let me call in and vote? Oh, of course not. That costs money. Yeah, that was one of those things. Mm-hmm. Two things on TV you can never do: call a show mm-hmm. to vote and ask mom for the ice capades tickets. Oh. <laughs> I, right, do I look like a person that was fucking begging the parents <laughs> to go to ice capades? Seriously? Oh, oh, oh my mom, God. mom, mom, it's ice capades. Did ice your brother capades. and sister want to go? Uh, my brother wasn't born yet. Okay. Fortunately, things went downhill. When you have a third kid, oh, you have, uh, well, you, yeah. have, you got the twin, uh. the package deal, so it might be a little different. Mm, three but, is a game changer, though. Oh, sure, sure. sure. Mm. Yeah, you, you have to do zone coverage. You can't do man to man. Right. Right. It's, yeah. Yeah. My parents took us to the ice capades. Um, when it was like a big like Why don't you just fucking rub it in, Liz. I and, just said. and my dad even bought the program for us that had like sparkles on it. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. You ever go to Disney on Ice now? They have so much. Oh my god, yes. Sparkly, swirling, uh, light up, blinking it's, shit. I took Avery over um, winter break. Uh-huh. We went to Disney on Ice, and she so funny. And I'm sure you can appreciate this because mm-hmm. Rosie's the same age. Avery's like trapped in this. Um, Purgatory, not purgatory. I don't know. Middle of the road where like she's all into skincare and TikTok and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then she like loves Disney. And like I took her when we went to Disney on Ice, she was literally jumping out of her seat. She was so excited, Rick. Like when Moana yeah. came out and this came, you know, Elsa came out. So it was like this little girl. How old is she? This was a month ago. <laughs> Your daughter. Yes. Okay. So listeners that might not be religiously following along, just to, like just to give you a read on this girl, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Liz was talking about how her daughter is uh, comprising a list of roasts for people, <laughs> yes. and some of them were point pointed. Like, oh yeah, you're ugly. Go fuck yourself. Nasty, I think was like one of them. Nasty. Yeah, yeah. Nasty. So she's. Everyone has a soft spot. Everybody mm-hmm. saw, you know, every every hearted kid that's going to roast you on the playground, yep. you know, has a soft spot for Minnie Mouse. And oh, some yeah. Some people, you know, every guy that's going to be a blowhard with a podcast and tell you what's up and that's stupid and you shouldn't do that and we should mm-hmm. judge, had a soft spot for ice capades. Totally. Yeah, totally. I mean, she, you know, she's got two brothers and, you know, when Will gives her a hard time, she gives it right back. Will's 15. She's 11, you know, so she she's tough in that regard. Yep. But then she is this super, super softy and wants to be, there's part of her that I think still wants to be a little kid. Yeah. That wants to be four years old. Well, good. Um, Which, yeah, like I'll take that innocence for as long as I can get it. 
I've made it this long with that mindset. Yeah. I mean, I you don't, still want to go to ice cafes. Yeah, and I, and I've, I've, I've been identifying as a four-year-old girl since. <laughs> That's a little weird. Sometimes I hear what I say and I go, "What the fuck was that?" And if it was like ever <laughs> isolated. Oh and yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like a four-year-old girl. What? <laughs> That'll be our promo for this episode. That'll be our out. We're done <laughs> yeah. with this episode. You want to wrap it up, Liz? Sure, sure. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, If you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Small Town Scuttlebutt. See you later.